0: Yo, what's up? It's your boy Nano, and of course my small co-host that can't speak, Buster, who's currently just chilling somewhere. I know it's been a long time, but welcome back to a Different Shade podcast. Um, you know, I just been pretty much working on a whole bunch of stuff to try to get this uh, elevated, and uh, needless to say, it's just a matter of me just coming back on this microphone and talking back to y'all. Um, So I'm pretty sure any of the listeners out there that were listening before, it's not like there's many of you, but regardless for those of you that do like this podcast, you know, um, just like I said, stick with it. There's a thousand other podcasts y'all can listen to. So it's not like I'm the only one in demand. So, but uh, regardless of that, uh, yeah, I'm back. So, welcome back to a different shade podcast once again. um, Basically, if you want to know what this podcast is about, it's pretty much any of my thoughts and whatever's going, you know, whatever's going on in the world of like sports, music, um, you know, the music industry, uh, pop culture, you know, some flashbacks to shit like that, Um, you know, especially in the 2000s because obviously I grew up in a a great era um, of music. So we're always going to talk about music regardless um but yeah welcome back we basically go ahead and you know instead of just talking about shit like it's black and white there's always gray areas to everything so that's what we on um that's what we usually do so for uh for y'all that are here you know what's up how's it going you know i want i want to know how y'all are feeling hope y'all doing good if y'all got something rolled up if y'all got something in your cup just make sure you're doing it safely responsibly um You know, don't drink and drive, all that good stuff, okay? I mean, drinking and driving is not good, so don't do that part. Um, But, hold on, let me take my sip sip. So, you know, I just drink the Arizona teas. that's all I drink, so. But, um, oh, first and foremost, it sucks that I'm recording it at this time, specifically. um, On this Sunday, because just, I want to say a few hours ago, I I, uh, noticed that, um... A legendary basketball player in bill russell has uh, passed away at the age of 88 my condolences to everyone that you know basically to anyone that just grew up you know not only his family and friends of course but anybody that literally just loves the game of basketball and the history of basketball you kind of you kind of get a understanding you know of why he's so important, and he and he played in an era where it was a lot tougher than you know anything else. So it's just a matter of him impacting so many lives at so many moments, in not only in the in, in basketball but just in life because he had to face the highest form of racism, I guess you could say, um, during that time. And you gotta understand, he was playing for the Boston Celtics. You know he was playing in a very you know basically playing in the era of segregation and such um you know and the treatment of of black people was just despicable i mean it's despicable to this day regardless um but nonetheless he overcame that and not only just not only became one of the greatest talents we've ever seen and something that's once in a generation or once in a lifetime in bill russell um he was a pure winner. 11 rings is amazing. I don't care what era you're talking about. I don't care about the whole discussion and debate about what team from this team from this era this year against this team and this year. It does not matter when you talk about an individual player in Bill Russell because you could drop him in any single era and he will dominate. I do not care what you have to say after that. Bill Russell has 11 for a reason. A, winning eleven championships is tough. I don't care. You you can talk about the competition and whatnot. Winning eleven times, you should be able to stop somebody at some point after win, after them winning for that long, right? But no, they didn't. So, rest in peace to a legend in Bill Russell. You're forever, uh, you know, remembered. Your legacy you will always be here because you are someone that personified winning basketball. So rest in peace of Bill Russell. Um, other than that, in basketball, let's just, let's just get sports out of the way. I know some of you aren't really here for sports. You're, you're usually here for uh, some of my takes and relationships and such. And, you know, just kind of pop, pop culture and things like that. Not necessarily sports, but I love sports. So I'm here for it. Um, yeah, so we are still in the weird time period of... Kevin Durant possibly leaving Brooklyn via a trade, but, and Kyrie Irving is is, is in Brooklyn, but he's, he might be traded, but I doubt that's going to happen because I don't think any NBA team just wants to take the risk at this point, which is crazy to me, just considering the fact of the the talent that he gives you, because if he's playing part-time, then why don't you just go ahead and trade for him and get a, you know, and keep a starting, a decent starting point guard, you know, if he's someone that might be part-time, quote unquote, then hey, just make sure that your, you know, that your other guards can provide for you, you know, just that way you don't all the way have to rely on Kyrie, but as far as for Kevin Durant, uh, in the words of Kevin Durant, you know who I am, you know who I am, I'm Kevin Durant. Like, that's the thing. And his 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 value is so high that teams are scared to trade for him because they know they're going to have to give up a lot. Not only draft picks, because personally, I think draft picks is just literally just a luck of the draw. Because at any moment, you can move up in the draft via a trade around the time of that draft, right? At least you can attempt to. You don't necessarily need to try to bet on your future at the same time of winning now you know what i'm saying so draft picks are whatever but you have to give up you have to give up some legit players that you know in, a, in, a, in a, that 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 the whole that the whole um package of this trade is not a equi- it can't be equivalent to coming to rank because that's just not going to be able to happen it can't be equivalent because Kevin Durant is Kevin Durant. That's that's once in a generation type of player. Like I don't care what y'all are talking about when it comes to Chet Hol- Holmgren and, and Victor Wembanyama. I don't care. Kevin Durant is Kevin Durant. All right, let's just let's just get that out of the way. So, him having that high asking price, and now it's not even him asking, obviously, because the organization of the Brooklyn Nets have to be able to do something in order to make sure that they can have a foundation set to win in the future but as of right now it doesn't seem like that's going to happen we thought it was going to happen with the Suns, but then deandre Ayton actually got an offer um from i can't re- i can't recall who he got the offer from but the Suns had to match their offer because they're not trying to lose a very young uh, a very young almost in his prime center that you know has performed well you know for his tenure there so far and has shown spots of greatness in, in the playoffs but also spots that are not so great but either way you want to take advantage of the fact that he is young so hey you know you, you want to bet on him instead of trying to you know trade the farm for kevin durant for kd for the slim reaper for uh two-way level which by the way now he's on tiktok so that's cool i guess i'm not but whatever um yeah, so that's uh, that's basketball news. I don't think Kevin Durant's going to end up being traded. Uh, also, Jimmy Butler grew hair when I didn't expect him to. So now he's got long S dreads. I don't know what's happening anymore. Um, so, yeah, moving on from that, uh, music. Let's talk music, music. Chris Breezy. I woke up Chris Breezy. Yeah. Um, Chris Brown dropped a new um dropped a new album okay self-titled breezy um I am a big Chris Brown fan obviously I think I've probably stated that a few times and you could call this bias I mean that's okay but I've been bumping this album non-stop um it's downloaded in my phone. And this, I like the deluxe album just because some of the songs on there that he added uh, definitely definitely were good enough for me to be like, oh okay, you knew this was gonna be some heat. Um, that iffy joint, that's track twenty four on um, the Chris Brown album Breezy. That's hard, bro. I'm dancing to that nonstop. I'm trying to hit crazy moves to it. Um, slide is fire. Uh, he's, his vocals on this is a lot more, I feel like, I feel like he's, he got way more into showing off his singing more so than on any other album I've heard since maybe exclusive, uh, uh, uh yeah, Heartbreak on a Full Moon actually, yeah, so since Heartbreak on a Full Moon, I feel like this is him really showing off his vocals because there's a lot of really dope records on here. Um, Bad Than a Beach is Fire with Tory Lanez, um, mm-hmm. featuring, a uh, ESTG, uh, that's a fire, that's a fire song if you, you know, if you're trying to let a girl know that you're just trying to, you know, devour her, you feel me? So, uh, he had this on Psychic with Jack Harlow, shout out to Jack Harlow. I like Jack Harlow's flow a lot, man, like, the way he... He kind of talks on a beat like it's like he's legit just kind of having a conversation with you he's definitely influenced by drake i've said that before um and a couple other of i would say conversational style rappers maybe maybe not i don't know what he's always listened to um because that man's like never serious in half of his interviews he's just he's just joking around more often than not. um uh, but i like his flow man and, he, and he's got some dope bars so you know what can I be mad at? Um, Addicted. That's track five with Lil Baby. That song is so fire. I got that Lil Baby verse down pat. Like she pretty with it. Got a few problems, but it's all right. Cause she been dealing with them. Sometimes she come and stay overnight, but she ain't living with them. Like yo, Lil Baby on any feature, any feature that he's that he has, it's it's almost his song. But Breezy did his thing too. Um 'Cause he had some back to back to back lines. Like his wordplay on that track was crazy. Um uh I like the call me everyday track with Wizkid. Kid. Definitely a nice vibe to it. I feel like I need to be sitting under some palm trees with you know, with with a badass woman and drinking a martini. And I don't even I don't even drink, so there you go. <clears throat> um Niju right here is probably my favorite track. Uh you know, uh, with the, and that one has uh, Bryson Tiller. Uh, Lil Wayne obviously appeared in this album because you know how, how far back those two go—Chris Brown and Wayne. Um, y'all remember the Gimme That Days? Um, he starts off with Till the Wheels Fall Off, and that's with Lil Durk and a uh, capella, and that's a dope ass song. Overall, this album—if I had to rate it out of out of ten—it's definitely going to be around an eight. It's like an eight for me. it's a a really good album really good album Um, uh, also shout out to um, shout out to Rory man of the Rory and Maul podcast deadass because you Rory you have been talking about an album that you've been working on for for, uh, maybe years at this point right but you put out this single and also shout out to Emotional Oranges because Rory is obviously, I believe he's the manager for Emotional Oranges, and um, you know he introduced us to Emotional Oranges, and they're amazing. So yeah, I just want to say shout out to Emotional Oranges. You guys are always in my in my rotation. Um, but Rory, you put out this uh, uh, this dope ass um, song that uh, titled "I Want You, but You'll Never Know," toxic as hell. Um, with Shelly, FKA Drum, and Alex Isley, this is a great song. I love it. Just overall, the vibe to it is super mellow, but the vocals are just hitting like it. Like it really pulls me in. <clears throat> Excuse me. And uh, I really like this. I really like this song, man. Uh, like I said, it's "I Want You," but you'll never know. Um, yeah, just go ahead and go download that, y'all. Give them, a, give them some streams because that should just go hard. Um, Let's see. Uh, what else, what else, what else? Uh, shout out to Token too, that's another uh, song. I mean, another uh, artist that put out an album. Uh, the album's called Pink is Better. Uh, he's He definitely is still in his rapping, and rapping and bag. And he's also very introspective on this uh, for a couple of, uh, well, he's always been intros- introspective, but uh, Token did his thing on here. I really love, um, I really love the uh, IOD. Um, Let's see, I Love Pink, and uh, the song Amsterdam with Benny the Butcher, and also Boom, which uh, I believe he put that out as a single at one point. So yeah, but Boom featuring J.I.D., fire, fire, just bars on top of bars, bro. Um, so shout out to Token. Um, <clears throat> I also want to just bring up the fact that I was able to find Wiz Khalifa's Flight School on Apple Music, and that makes me really happy, because... <laughs> That's a time of my life where uh, I definitely I remember that that's just a, that's such a distinct period in my in my youth, right? Uh, I'm 30, which I guess I'm still young, but in my youth, youth, <laughs> um, like flight school came out in 2009, bro. Like I was graduating around that time. That I like when I when I when I downloaded it to to my phone, right, I have it in my library, and the first song I put um, on was, <clears throat> was uh, Boarding Pass, because that's the first one, obviously, but it just put me back when I was a kid, back when I was, like, just chilling with my friends, you know, in my house, and, or, or their house, and this song will be playing nonstop while we were just chilling, you know, poss- possibly doing some things like, you know, smoking. But safely, responsibly, I don't encourage you kids to smoke, you know, but if, hey, sometimes you're all going to make your own choices, but if you're going to make your own choices, be safe, be responsible. And I was, so I made sure, you know, I, have, I had good people around me. You just keep good people around you and good things, you know, will, will always be, will always be concurrent with how your life is going, right? So. But anyway, Flight School with Wiz Khalifa, I was just happy as hell to find that, because um, I, I mean, he has Cushion OJ on there and things of that nature and Prince of the City, but I didn't realize Flight School was on there, and that was just like one of those albums that really, back then it was quote-unquote a mixtape, I guess, right? And it just hit, it just hit the perfect time in life. It's like the same thing with uh, Rest in Peace to Mac Miller, right? Um, with his kids mixtape, like that was, that personified a certain summer of mine when I was when I was younger so you know just music in general has a tendency to do that Um, and I honestly think that music is probably the most powerful form of imagery and also the most subliminal yet not subliminal like the most subliminal yet obvious way to express your feelings right like i can put on a song and more often than not it's gonna like not the whole maybe not the whole song but a good chunk of the song a good chunk of the verses um or 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 even just a few lines could it could tell you exactly what's going through my mind right um and i feel like more often than not people don't even realize it they subconsciously just express themselves with music, that's why I laugh more often than not when, when let's say you riding with your girl, right? Um, more often than not, if you know if, if you ride with your girl, she's gonna want to be the one to put music on, okay? Or if you're just chilling inside the crib and she just wanted to put music on, if you know if at, when she puts on certain music, you can pick out what she's thinking but not telling you. Right, because she's gonna have an artist do it for you because it's gonna sound a little bit better. (laughs) Right, ain't nothing better than hear some toxic shit or 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 hear you get called out via Alicia Keys or some shit. Right, she's gonna play some shit like that. Um, so you gotta be you gotta be very careful (laughs) in how you respond because you know you gotta you gotta really know if that's what she's feeling like. But more often than not, women will tell you. Women will definitely tell you. And, um, you know, I just feel like with with music, you can communicate back and forth with each other when it comes to music, because I'm that type of person. Like, oh, okay, that's how you feel? Oh, all right, let me just go ahead and throw on some shit to let you know how I feel. And that is, more often than not, that's when I go to some, some you know, some R&B that is going to be more direct than usual. Like, I'll go to Chris Brown, He'll let you know how I'm feeling. I'll, I'll go to Trey Hold on. He'll, He'll let you know what I'm feeling. I'll go to Mario. I'll go to Omarion. I'll go to uh uh shoot. I'll go back. I'll go to Boys to Men. I'll go Jagged Edge, you know, I'll go Jodeci. I'll I'll even go further back. Right? I'll I'll put some Marvin Gaye on. I'll let you know what's up. Okay? <laughs> I'll let you know I'll let you know what's up, Michael Jackson. Alright? Or, or or some Isley brothers. <laughs> I'll let you know. That's that's how I usually be rocking it, you know? so that's that's usually how I kind of express my thoughts without having to really speak in those in those instances. Even though I have no problem with doing that, but music is just such a, it's such a more intricate way of explaining things because you have the melody in the background you have the beats, uh, uh, you know, the, the beats, the the drum, you know, any type of percussion strings, like it just gives you a certain vibe, a certain feeling. I hate using the word vibe, but it's been, it's just everybody says it and you just in, it gets ingrained in your brain and I hate it. Um, but it sets a certain tone for the conversation that you're trying to have. It sets the mood um, for the overall atmosphere. Just music is that powerful for that. Now, however, Music is not powerful enough to make y'all do some crazy shit. Okay? It doesn't make you do anything. It just provides almost like a theme to it. Right? Like that's your theme song to some shit. Okay? So I just want to put that disclaimer out. Okay? Music ain't going to make you do crazy shit. Music just happens to be the background for some things that happen in this world. So, it's just the background. Remember that. It's not the background it doesn't cause what's happening in the front. Um so we're uh, let's see, let's see what's up. Let's see what's up. Uh, yeah, that's been uh, that's been some shit going on, man. There's there's some shit going on in in the world. Um, shout out to uh, uh, shout out to Will Smith for apologizing to Chris Rock and Chris Rock's mother for that random slap that he gave him. At the uh, at the Oscars, that's probably the last time I'm going to talk about that ever. I'm just I just wanted to throw that out there. Um, can someone explain to me why in the hell is Rick Flair wrestling still? He's got one last match, and I think he's like what seventy-five. He's seventy, right? I feel like he's like seventy-five. Um, but the fact that he's still wrestling is insane to me. This has got to be. A, uh, this has got to be like one of those addictions. I feel like wrestling is an addiction for some of these guys that are that are in there because they don't a lot of them don't stop um, and it's kind of worrisome a, a bit. I'm not going to lie to y'all like how are you okay with doing this for 20 plus years, 30 plus years of physically torturing yourself, like I, I remember watching Mick Foley literally just hurt himself night in and night out. And I'm not talking hurt himself as in like they just do some shit off the top rope and you know they land awkwardly. No, no, no. this man was landing on thumbtacks. This man was getting hit with chairs. This man was getting put through tables. This man, um, you know, got thrown off the the the, the hell in the cell like three times. This man has been battered, bruised teeth knocked out uh this he's just completely decimated night in the night out and for most of the um, interviews that I've seen from other wrestlers talking about Mick Foley, I he's revered because he put himself through so much pain he created classic matches with a lot of wrestlers man that, that they really Thank him for those moments because he sacrificed his body overall to almost support their careers. Um, so I, it's man, it was just it like the the fact that he did that it kind of shows me that wrestling is somewhat of an addiction for a lot of these people mm-hmm. that that do wrestle. And I, I remember watching when I was a kid in the Attitude Era with Stone Cold and The Rock having that one of the greatest rivalries we'll probably ever see. I remember, um, I remember at a very young age, my mom, my, not my mom, my dad had wrestling tapes. So like the ultimate warrior and things like that. Um, Samoa Joe, uh, who else? Um, Bozo the clown, that was nonsensical. Um, obviously Andre the giant, the million dollar man, like I, you know, then you go to, you know, you fast forward to the 90s and such, and you had some crazy wrestling characters as well. So I, I honestly just kind of, um, I actually just kind of miss those times because I remember at a time I didn't think wrestling was fake. Like, well, it's not fake in the sense of like, they have, they do hurt themselves, y'all. Like they're getting slammed hard. Like you're not trying to do that and you're not going to, you're not going to do that and just be okay. Like none of you that be talking that nonsense about it, right? Like y'all be going bashing it, y'all will hurt yourselves. Y'all are not built for it. I'm just saying that's that's a lot of that's a lot of sacrifice on your body, night in and night out. Because remember, it's not just when you see it weekly. Like they're doing live shows in a lot of different places. I remember seeing um a few live shows. Uh, John Cena let me spin his title belt. That was fire. That was a moment I won't ever forget. Um, you know, I got a I got a, a autograph from Shelton Benjamin at that uh, when he came up here and that was years ago, I don't know, 2015, 2014, I think. I don't know. But um it was awesome. Like that's an experience I, I actually recommend going to see a live WWE show. I do. It is a great experience. And the people around you are pretty dope too. Like it's a it's a it's a very fun community to kind of be in. Uh, I'm not that deep into it, but when I was, it was fun. So, yeah, shout out to that. Uh, I was talking about Ric Flair. Basically, Ric Flair, I don't think you need to be doing this. I just don't think you need to be wrestling. It's just not. I just feel like it's not a smart idea. Okay, we respect you. you you're, what, a 16-time world champion, I believe, 8 or 18-time world champion. Like, you've done enough. You have done enough. Okay? You can go home. Go home, Ric. Just Just go home okay you can just just take a nap bro buy a car I don't know I don't know do something just don't wrestle but he's doing it right now as I'm recording this I think he's wrestling right the hell now cause I think it's tonight so yeah it's uh it's gonna be a tough uh, tough morning for him he's gonna be battered and bruised uh shit But, um, what else has been going on besides Ric Flair possibly getting tombstoned? Um, uh, it's not The Undertaker, this wrestling, he's been done. Um, let's see, let's see. Oh my god, I'm back again. We, uh, sorry guys, I'm just, you know, you know this, you know this. I'm just, I'm just usually just talking nonsense and singing shit. Um, but, uh man that really does kind of hurt the fact that uh, even though he was 88 Bill Russell being gone is just weird bro like a lot of basketball uh, legends and stars that when they when they go away it's just it leaves a big hole in basketball um, but hey you know that's it. unfortunately life is just kind of like that um, shout out to Beyonce she put out a new album I completely forgot about that um, Beyonce uh, dropped a new album And everybody's going insane. I have not listened to it yet. So I'm sorry, Beehive or Beehive. How do y'all pronounce y'all hive? Is it Beehive or is it Beehive? Whatever. Um, But the the album's called Renaissance. Um, I need to listen to it, clearly. This cover is fine as hell because it's Beyonce, with all due respect. Jay, of course. Um... Yeah, so I'm gonna have to bump that, and I'll let y'all know in the next episode how I'm gonna, um, you know, you know how how I'm gonna break that down and whatnot. Um, so, but what what, is, uh, what else has happened? <sighs> man, um, also, uh, uh just want to say, uh, with Lil Dirk he got hit in the face with a firework at his show. Uh, speedy recovery to you, man. Uh, cause I've seen your shows on YouTube and stuff like that and you, you be putting on some crazy, crazy shows, bro. So I hope you can get back quickly cause your energy is definitely needed on stages. Um, that's, that's all I got to say about that. Um, so let's get into some nerdy shit today. All right. Can we talk about the fact that it is literally for <laughs> literally, the most in what am i well how am i trying to say this it was the most indestructible gaming console we've ever had and that is the original nintendo Game Boy. i don't know if y'all ever had it right um but it was literally you could throw it at a brick wall and it was not breaking like, it's, apparently there's it a story that I survived some type of big bomb during the Gulf War, right? And it was able to still be playable, which is insane. Uh, I'm talking about this strictly because of the fact that, um, one, I've been playing my Nintendo Switch so much lately, and i realized how much more, you know, sensitive the soft, the, the hardware is, like, you could easily, you know, damage those, whereas the old Nintendo Game Boy was literally something that could probably stop a bullet. Um, but, um, yeah, man. Um, the fact that I had that as a kid, y'all yeah, don't understand. Yo, these kids, well, for those of you that are in my age, you know, group and such, you definitely, you know, um, you know how how crazy it was to play our Nintendo Game Boy with that very, uh, low backlight that did not work out that well, more often than not. Uh, when it was bright outside, um, we had to have so many uh, like accessories to enhance our you know ex- gaming experience and things like that. We had to have this weird flashlight over it to even make it uh, you know something that we could see at night time. It was just the wa- kids don't understand how, how good they have it when it comes to all of these gaming consoles like they're on fortnite every day. Which I hate the fact that that's even a thing. I have kids. Come, uh, listen, I work with kids. All the, all these boys talk about is Fortnite. Fortnite. That's it. It don't matter what you are talking to them about. At some point in the day, they're going to talk about Fortnite. And believe you me, parents out there, I'm sick of it too. But you know what would be great? If you just took it away from them. Just take it away. Get them to do a sport okay get them to do something else matter of fact if they really want to just go ahead and play fortnite how about you do it in real life with real life with some water guns and get a whole bunch of logs and call it a day huh how about you do that get some water guns go in your backyard um if you got some trees go and chop those down and get some damn wood and then you know start building start building that's it because lord knows that's all they're doing at home anyway is building. Building and freaking taking out everybody and calling them noobs. All, and, and that's another thing. These kids nowadays, man, they just they talk like they're little grown-ups. It's annoying. They talk like they're teenagers. Like, I wasn't doing that when I was a kid. When I was a kid, I kind of knew how to talk. Like, I, I talked like a kid. I didn't try to be an adult. What's wrong with y'all? That was my random rant. That's my old ass rant right there. That's just me being an old ass dude. Um But yeah. That's 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 just my rant for for that. And I was just talking about Nintendo too. But um I need a I still don't even have Mario Kart. That's just me going on the tangent. Um But yeah, can't let's let's talk about something that's been on my mind, y'all. Um I'm gonna jump right into this. This is this is where this is where y'all are gonna all gonna be like, oh, okay. It just got real, real, real quick, real quick. Um, I never had one, but I feel like if I had a threesome, right? If I had a threesome, it would go perfectly fine. And here's why. Let me give you guys a couple reasons why, actually. The reason why I think if I ever had a threesome and that it would go well is because number one, I'm not at all insecure about my woman getting attention from another woman or another guy. I don't like it. Like to me, that whole thing, that whole conversation does not matter. If you're into that, then, you know, you're basically just into pleasing your partner. Right? So I don't care about either or right. However, I am not going to ever, especially if I've already agreed to said to you know to said threesome. I'm sure as hell not gonna complain about whatever the outcome is. Like I ha- like the fact that you're even having one is you need to be like, oh shit, like I just had one. I mean obviously it could be a bad experience, but you sure as hell shouldn't feel as though that it was like the worst. Especially if you're a guy, and you end up getting two girls, or if you're a four, or if you're a girl and you're bisexual and you are with a, you know, you're with a girl in a relationship, and you invite a guy in, right? You shouldn't feel any type of way about that either. Um, I feel as though I would just be able to make the right choices. Now, Charlamagne Tha God uh, has uh, made this joke before, but it's actually an honest thing. You know, what do you do? Who do you finish on? You know, do I eeny, meeny, miny, mow it? Do we rock, paper, scissors? Do, like, what? how do we, do we, do we do this by who's, who's older? Like, you know, do you do this by, you know, I pick a, you know, pick a number behind, I'm gonna hold my hand behind my back and you gotta pick a number? Like, I don't know, like, how do we do that? Um, I feel like it just would be one of those situations where, A, hey, decision making is very important. It is is everything is. Everything's gotta be timed properly when you're in that, because you're now not dealing with just one woman. You're dealing with another woman, and that woman also has needs. So now you got two that need to be fulfilled and satisfied. However, you don't want to interrupt the flow of the whole situation going on, because you know what if one girl is really doing her thing, right, and whole girl is just loving it, right? You gotta let that happen. You gotta let that. If she is enjoying it, you got to let her enjoy it, right? The same thing for you ladies. If you see your man is enjoying it, I would assume you want him to continue enjoying it. Otherwise, you will be known as a Debbie Downer. And no one wants to be known as that. Because first of all, how many people want their name to be fucking Debbie? I don't know many. I don't know anybody that that actually likes being called Debbie. Or Debra. So... You know have it that no I feel like I would be just fine I mean and another thing is I'm not you know I've I'm not like insecure about another person being there and seeing me in my most bare form here okay like it's not a thing I've done it I, like I've I've had sex in front of people people like come on like it's just it's not something that I personally have an issue with um until so you married couples out there. If if you know things aren't you know things aren't as spicy If things aren't as spicy as they used to be, spice it up. You know, add a friend. You know, add add a friend you can trust and thrust. And uh 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 uns 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 right you want that you want that room to be popping like a brand new rave out here. Alright? You want that You can't let your relationship get stale just because you're married like you just because you got the ultimate goal not don't let that shit go stale y'all ain't bread okay y'all ain't milk don't let that shit go stale and speaking of which like here's like we got to talk about a couple of things too i'm actually gonna probably save uh, more for this on the next podcast i just kind of you know came back to you know to remind y'all, I still like to do this. It's just, you know, I'm there's a lot of things going on. Y'all don't know what's going on, but I know what's going on. Because it's my fucking brain. Alright. Um, I'm going to have, I'm definitely going to have uh, some of my homeboys coming on an episode. Alright. Um, it's These are my closest friends. And we talk a lot of nonsense. And I fear for myself because I have to probably edit a lot. so but um it's dope it's dope because we always i'm always laughing with them i'm always they either a are pissing me off and i gotta be argumentative and things of that nature but it's it's all around entertainment uh at the end of the day you know when it comes to us because we just we just laugh a lot man and we just talk about a lot of things um it's a lot of banter i'm also gonna i'm also looking to have a a female hop on this podcast with me um I don't know if maybe it'll be uh, like a permanent co-host type of thing, or reg- you know, or just every now and then. Um, but I definitely, because I like to talk about relationships and just how men and women, uh, uh, you know, interact and things like that. I think it would be best to have a female on here to give me their perspective on certain things. But I'm not gonna have y'all like y'all like typical as female. I feel like I see that a lot when people have women on their podcast. They just get women that are so. Um, that are so opposite of what they think, like completely opposite, right? Like they're on their their total other end when it comes to their way of thinking, when it comes to relationships as opposed to a guy. I don't like that because I feel like it creates this contrast that um, there's some women that can't understand a man, right? Like there's definitely women that do understand a man. Like, they understand why some of us think the way we think, and then what they do is they don't modify who they are, but they really, they think about everything that is occurring around a man to, you know, that that makes them think or feel a certain way. I don't like some of y'all dudes out there that have just been talking nonsense and really like being disrespectful to women to try to get views. I don't buy into that. That's just not cool. It's just, that's just lame as hell. Y'all are just y'all soft to me like that's that's what that is i make jokes right i don't be bashing women that's the thing and some women do think i bash them but more often than not, it's because a joke applies to them like i said if it doesn't apply let it fly because every, there's women all different types of women out there so when i'm talking about something it's never in totality talking about all of y'all all right, there's just some women out there that I've met in my life that think or do things a certain way, and there's women that I've talked to that think and do things a certain way. Same thing with men. Like, there's a whole bunch of men that think differently than I do when it comes to certain relationships and we may not agree on certain things when it comes to a relationship between a man and a woman. Like it's just it's just the thing. I'm a straight guy that's just telling y'all what this straight reckon feels. Okay? and I know that doesn't even fucking matter but then again, y'all always make things matter when it comes to labels, even though you at one point did not want to be labeled but nowadays everybody has to have a fucking label who am I, P. Diddy? bad boy, take that, take that like, but no like I said, I'm gonna have a female uh, on here at some point I'm gonna have my boys on here um, talk some shit, but uh yeah, uh, I'm back again Nando's back a friend but um yeah this is Nano this is a different shade podcast where I talk about shit and then some shit I don't talk about and sometimes I don't even talk about shit but either way if you're listening I appreciate you this is a different shade podcast I'm your host again Nano and my co-host Buster holler at me later and I'll catch y'all on the next episode I'm out.